This is the High School Football America 2-Minute Drill for July the 16th, 2018. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America 2-Minute Drill is brought to you by the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Stop those pesky rubber pellets from heel turf from getting into your shoes with a TDI razor that also gives you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Well, as we mentioned yesterday, the High School Football America radio show, the weekly show, has been replaced by our daily 2-Minute Drill podcast, and that means we're going to do a lot of things on different days. Some days we're just going to have news that we're going to tell you about. Some days we're going to have interviews, and today we're going to have an interview with Josh Floyd, the head coach of Hewitt Trustville, the number 28 team in the High School Football America 2018 preseason 100. But before we get to that interview, wow, exciting day for me. 50 days from now, High school football in Texas. Amazing football stories from the greatest players of Texas. My first book will hit bookstores, published by Skyhorse Publishing. It's available now for pre-order for that September 4th delivery on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Nine Hall of Famers from the Lone Star State in the book, along with over two dozen players that I spoke to. It's all high school football, all these great NFL players talking about their high school football memories. Make sure you go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to get all the details, all the links on how you can order at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. All right, now time to talk to uh, Josh Floyd. I did the uh, interview a couple of weeks ago, Hewitt Trustville, number 28 in the High School Football America preseason 100. He's done a wonderful job in Alabama since coming over. Alabama, very, very strong this year. Four teams in the top 100, the preseason top 100, led by number six, Hoover. And then we've got Hewitt Trustville at number 28, Central High School from Phoenix City at number 39, and uh, Thompson at number 54. Pinson Valley, the defending 6A champs, are just outside of the uh, High School Football America top 100. You can see all of the uh, 100, the the on-the-bubble teams, 101 through 125, and the honorable mention teams by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Coach Floyd has a lot of talent coming back this year. Uh, He's got three kids right now that have committed, given their verbal commitments, to Alabama, and then a wide receiver that's uh, committed to Auburn. It's going to be a a big year for uh, Coach Floyd as he continues to build that program. Last year, another undefeated regular season. They lost in the second round of the playoffs to Hoover, which went on to win the 7A championship. Uh, Pierce Quick, the number four overall recruit in the state of Alabama, uh, is a tackle, and he's a good one. We're going to talk about him with Coach Floyd. He's given his verbal to Alabama, and uh, the wide receivers on the team that Paul Paul Tyson will have at his disposal. Paul Tyson, what a, a quarterback uh, for the uh, the Huskies. He is the great-grandson of Paul Bear Bryant. Oh, come on, talk about a little bit of pressure there. We're going to talk to uh, Coach Floyd about him. But uh, back to the wide receivers, Coach Floyd knows that uh, uh, Tyson has a lot to throw to. He's got Javarius Johnson, a senior who's uh, verbally committed to Auburn, and a junior, DeZalen Worsham, who's verbally committed to Alabama. Alabama. So uh, Paul Tyson has a lot of weapons at his disposal. Uh, and this year in the region, Hewitt Trustville has Hoover and Thompson. Plus, they've got a good uh, out-of-state schedule, a couple of teams from Georgia that we're going to talk about. But let's start the interview with Coach Josh Floyd talking about his star quarterback, Paul Tyson. Sure. Well, I mean, it, obviously, I mean, really any offense starts with quarterback. And so, you know, we're fortunate to have Paul back for a um, you know, for his senior season, and and uh, I think he's had a he had a great year last year. Um, 
but really, you know, that was his first time even playing varsity football. And so now you're talking about a guy that's, that's got a whole year under his belt. And so he's just going to, I think he's going to be at a whole nother level this year. He probably had a really good off season, um, put on some weight, you know, put on 10, 15 pounds. And, and you know, just so he's, you know, he's obviously put on some mass there. And so um, it, it's also got him, I mean, he's throwing the ball. He's got a stronger arm than he had last year. And so, um, you know, the, the biggest thing I'd say about Paul, I mean, last year was, um, that, that I love is me hit 36 touchdowns to four interceptions, you know, and that's that's winning football to me. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and sometimes I'm not saying that's going to happen again because, you know, sometimes passes get tipped and, you know, guys make reads, you know, so, but, you know, that, that was a pretty amazing stat I felt like last year that really allowed us a chance to be successful yeah. on offense. And so, you know, he just, he's, he's, he's fun because he can make every single throw, man. It's like he's got offers all over the country. You know, he's 6'4, 215 pounds. And, so that allows us to do a lot of things on offense. Yeah, and, and, and of course, you know, your background is not only a player and a coach, and, you know, I saw that the one thing you said is you did set a new record, um, you know, with, with, you know, yards per game and all that. I mean, are you, are you right now really kind of getting this program to where you wanted it to be? I remember the first year we talked about it, but tell me a little bit about the evolution of the offense, which you, you're, you're kind of one of those guys that likes to put the ball up and put the ball in the end zone a lot. Sure. Well, I mean, we, you know, we've we've been fortunate to have some some good players the last few years, and but but obviously part of it was building this program and and just you know, getting the guys where they really are committed to throwing and catching, you know, in the off season and in the summer and all those kind of things. It just, it just doesn't happen overnight, obviously. And so um, we, we've been fortunate to to have some really good receivers the last few years, and and feel like we've got, you know, I think Paul. Um, you know, he went to that Elite 11 Finals thing last week. And when he came back, I said, man, so I know a lot of those guys were good players out there and a ton of good quarterbacks this year. And we've even got a lot of good quarterbacks in this area, obviously. I said, but I don't know if there's going to be too many guys to get to throw to a guy that's committed to Auburn on one side and a guy that's committed to Alabama on the other side. So, you know, really? he, he, he understands <laughs> doing a good job of um, – being able to get the balls in guys' hands, you know what I'm saying? Some, hey, sometimes that's a deep throw. You know, sometimes that's a ball over the middle. But sometimes that's just something quick and easy and getting in the ball quick and then letting your athletes go make plays. So, you know, that's our biggest thing. We, we try to make it to where our guys can make plays in space. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's where we've been able to to be successful and, and build that. And, and uh, I think our strength and conditioning has really helped us. You know, it, it, it takes years to – to build stuff up like that, you know, to build strength up. And so, you know, it starts at the young age, at middle school level and all those kind of things. And so we've had to really just revamp that whole thing. And so this is going to be our fifth season here. And, you know, I feel better than we've felt ever before. So I feel, I feel we have more depth. I feel we have more quality depth than we've ever had. Right. Um, you know, and, that, and at the end of the day, that's what you have to do at this level in this state to have a chance to compete, you know, for a championship. You know, that's why Hoover's Uber. I mean, they just, they just have so much depth. And, you know, that's one thing I can say. Everybody talks about them. Obviously, a lot of skilled players. But I've, just, I've been super impressed with Uber up front, both sides of the ball. You know, every year I've been here, and they just have a lot of them. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just a, <laughs> it's a, it's a matter of depth. And and, and uh, it's a long season. Well, you you know, like, it's a long yeah. season. So that stuff matters yeah. you know, when you get into the playoffs. And, and so 
you know, but you've got to, you know, we, we can't control how big a score our is or how many, you know, exactly how many players, you know, we can't control all those things, but, but you can develop depth to an extent. I feel like we have more depth than we've had. And I think that, you know, that excites me about this upcoming season. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I've had the, the pleasure of out living out in Southern California for the last six years, you know, I got to know Sam Darnold real well, Josh Rose and all those kids. And when they went to the Elite 11, this is where the, where the question's going is I, I saw so much growth out of those kids, but the growth was really in some ways stunted, especially in Sam's case because he didn't have receivers. Um, I, I, I'm just wondering, I know it's pretty early since he's been there, but have you been able to detect just the fact that he went there performing that well, that, that, that that's helped him as a quarterback, especially given well, that, who you are? Sure, I, I think, um, you know, we haven't, Obviously, been together too much since since he got back. Um, you know, we've always had some practices, but he. Uh, I, I think one thing in a situation like that, and that's why I think it's good for these guys to go to some of these camps and, and stuff. Is I think it just opens their eyes. That, hey, there's a lot of good players out there, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think I think if anything, um, it's just made Paul even just motivated more than ever just to come back and you know know the type of there's a lot of great players out there and so I think that's that's what I think it exposed them to I mean I, I think you learned a few things you know obviously there's always a few things fundamentally that you can work on at that position and, and he has some good good guys coaching up there um, you know out there last was it anywhere it was a few weeks ago um, so I think there's some things there but but I, I think too just just being around those type of kids, you know, it, it just it just motivates you. you know, I think it forces you to raise your level of play. Um, and again, the fact that he gets to actually, we actually had a guy from Rivals.com here yesterday, and he was asking me about one of our receivers, to Zaylin. I'm sure we'll talk about him later, but he's yeah. coming to Alabama, and he was asking me about, you know, how much it helps that he gets to catch passes from Paul for two years before he goes. And, and I, I said, I, I said that, that helps him a lot because that's not the case everywhere, you yeah. know. And so it, there's, you can't tell me that doesn't that doesn't help him be more prepared once he walks into Alabama in two years that he's been catching balls from a legitimate SEC type quarterback, you know, yeah, no. his whole high school career. And that uh, I mean that matters, yeah. and because uh, because that's not the case, you know we're we're fortunate <laughs> right now to, to have to have that at the quarterback position, you know, and so uh, you know I mean, hopefully you know I, I think that makes sense. I mean I just I think it does help both both you know receivers and quarterbacks to um, keep progressing, like you were saying, you know, just just get better and better because they have other talent around them. So the last question on Paul, and then we'll move on to some of these other kids. Um, obviously, you know, having a little bit of pedigree there uh, in, in the state <laughs> with his granddad and all that. Right. And, and I saw quite a few stories on, you know, written about him at the national level. How's he dealt with that? I mean, is that something that's a, a, a big deal that he's had to deal with, or isn't it a big deal? Right. Well, I mean, it's been something to deal with from the standpoint if he's had to put a, you know, just it takes time because people want to, you know, want to do interviews. And, you know, he had a funny story one time on the game, somebody came and like all the way down to Mobile area and just want to take a picture with him after the game um, just because they admired, you know, Coach Bryant from years past. So, you know, <laughs> the, 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 you know there's been some, some funny things like that. But, I mean, you know, really for the kids, I mean, he, he is who he is. I mean, it's really not something I think – I think just the fact he's grown up around that his entire life, I don't think, you know, I don't think it really affects him yeah. anymore. It's just, you know, I, I think he's used to it. So, I mean, now the rest of the country's seeing him and seeing articles about it, but I think he's he's grown up that his entire life. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think it's really been a huge 
adjustment for him, really. Yeah. Too many ways. Well, let's talk about your 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 wideouts, and uh, I don't know. It, it, it's a pretty big blessing, I would say, to have two kids like that. So break yeah, them down for sure. me. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, we we're uh, at the Zayland, um had a big year last year, and uh, you know, only a only sophomore last year so he's still got two more years but um, came in there and, and had a good off season as well and he's another guy that put on some mass I mean he was as good as he was last year I mean he was pretty, he was pretty light um, he was a sophomore you know playing at a high level and so um, it's, it's been good for him to put on some weight and put on some mass and so um, but today he's going to be a big weapon for us he's the thing that all the college coaches love about him he just he's really good like in a one on one situation so I mean, he goes to these camps and goes against the top DBs in the country and he's just really really difficult to to defend in a one-on-one position. So he's also a guy that we'll run a lot of jet sweep stuff with. Um, so, you know, he's a big weapon for us. Um, other receiver, Javaris Johnson, he actually committed to Auburn um, just a few days ago. Okay. Um, I don't know if that was even – I don't know if it was even on there when I sent you that preview. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they had offered him yet. Yeah, well, he wasn't but, on. Um, yeah, but anyway, so he, he ended up um, committing to those guys last uh, Friday or Saturday because um, I mean they, we knew it was close they were probably going to offer him he just really wanted to go there but he's he's a perfect fit for what Auburn does because he, he's, he's more of a guy like DeZalem's more six one six two 6'2 guy um, go up and get the football Javaris is a little more of a you know he's 5'10 slot receiver type kid that um, I mean, he just can fly. You know, he runs four three, four four every time he goes to these camps, and so um, he's more of a guy that can. And he's a guy we can run the ball with, jet sweep stuff. But um, you know, he's a really good fit for for what Auburn does mm-hmm. as far as having a little slot receiver. So, um, but you know, those two guys are both really, really good weapons um, for sure. So okay. um, you know, and, and, and we get and, and we get we throw the ball to our running backs a lot too. I mean, our running backs are leading. One of our leading receivers last year. I mean, he graduated. And he's going to Yale, but he he was a guy that was playing running back position. But he also, you know, was one of our leading receivers. So you know, we'll, we we try to do it. But we've got another kid, Malachi Moore. I know he's on that list. Yes, he's one of the top corners um, in the state, really in the country. He has a ton of offers. Going to be a junior, um, but and he's I mean, corners probably his future at the next level. And he play. He's going to start there for us, obviously. But but he's going to play quite a bit of receiver for us too, just because he's a really really good. Um, really good receiver. Yeah, it sounds like you're getting that depth you were talking about there. So uh, let's let's. Uh, I, you, I, well, you already touched on the running backs a little bit. I see some numbers down here for uh, Antonio Reed and I know another young man, uh, Bledsoe. I right. guess. So tell me, Bledsoe, right, yeah. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your backs. Yeah, well, um, you know, both those guys are they, they were pretty good one-two punch last year. Um, those guys rotated in a lot with each other, and uh, you know. Just, uh, you know, Bledsoe, he's kind of a, he's just, he's got great vision. Um, he's probably 5'7, 5'8, but he just has great vision, does a good job running behind his blocks. Um, Antonio's a little more of a slasher. Um, Antonio's a guy we throw the ball to a little bit more. Both those guys had, you know, over 500 yards rushing, um, a piece in our system. And so, um, they're both really good. Um, Armani Goodwin is a, is a really talented player. Um, he's just a young guy, gonna be a sophomore this year, but he's a guy that, I mean, he's, He's, he can fly. I mean, he's got legitimate speed, and so I mean, he's going to give us a threat, you know, from the running back position to score in, in any play. So, 
Okay. And then uh, I know last year when we talked to you, you talked about uh, Pierce Quick, who's is committed to Bama. And then I see another young man here uh, down at the bottom of the list there who's, I guess, what, a junior? Uh, yeah, class of 2020, sophomore uh, Logan Self. So how is this is this offensive line intact? Are you rebuilding? What's what's that situation? We really got about four guys back that started last year. So okay. we're, we're pretty, you know, we feel pretty solid. And we have a few young guys that are coming up. Um, but Pierce, I mean, he's – He's he's amazing uh, player just because he's he's so athletic for being six five two eighty and he's just one of the nicest guy off the field. I mean he's one of our team leaders. I'm off the field, but on the field he's one of those. He's just nasty. You know what I mean? He just he just, he just kind of flips the switch. So um, I mean I think he's probably the best in the country. Um, but he he's obviously going to be he'll be end up being a four year starter for us. Um, Joseph Stone who's on there too, a lineman. He's He's big, they call him Big Country. Um, he's six eight, three forty, and he he played a lot last year. Um, but really, you know, he'll he'll have even more of an impact. He's he just he just uh, he's raw. You know, he's he's one of those guys. That, I mean, he didn't play football growing up his whole life, and that's not really what he did. He didn't play till he's only played for a couple seasons. So he he's raw, but man, he's got a ton of ability. Super athletic for being six eight, three forty, and so um, he's going to be an even bigger weapon for us this year. Um, we feel like and Cooper McManic, I don't think I don't know if he's on that list or not. He's a he's a senior. Um, I don't think he's on that list. Yeah, but he, and he's got he's a smaller. I mean, he's he's going to get some Division two, Division three type offer. You know, he's going to get that kind of scholarship. But he's he's and, and Cooper's six one, two fifty five. You know, so he doesn't. He's not the six four six five guy, but he's he's end up being a three year starter at tackle or a left tackle. You know, one of our tackle spots, and so he. He's just a big-time player that brings a lot to the table. Didn't even go through spring, actually. He didn't. Cooper didn't. He had a, he had a postseason surgery, but, but he'll be good to go for the season. So, mm-hmm. um, so we just got some guys coming back there. Um, Make, makes it a lot nicer. Played a lot of football, <laughs> you know. So That's good that for well, well, championships win, uh, win are won with defenses. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay. There's not as many kids down here on that, but... Sure, sure. No, I'm excited about our defense. We have, um, we've got a few different um, D linemen, really three D linemen that are starters that are back. Um, and God, I feel better about our defensive linemen. I feel like it's the most complete group that we've had since I've been here. And again, just getting back to depth, I feel like we have more depth um, up front than we've had over there. And so um, Tyler and Kobiak's a guy that's a, I mean, he's a Division One guy. He's a defensive end. He'll play some outside linebacker type, but he's, He's really a defensive end type guy and it's great pass rusher, you know, big six um, you know, six five, six six kid. Um, he's gonna keep getting more offers this summer. Um Creed Parker. Uh, uh, let me let me finish D line, I guess. We do have yeah. another D lineman. Um he's a he's a uh, twenty twenty guy, I think I'll put him on there. I was trying to pull that list up. Yeah, I've got um, a, uh, yeah, he's yeah. on. Yeah, 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 big Eric Taylor. So okay. so he was a game. His story is he didn't even start last year. He he rotated so um, but just really has grown up. I mean, we, we knew he was going to be a good player. You know, one of those we've always known have a ton of potential. He just, you know, finally put it together this spring. And I mean, he had like, he ended up getting like eight offers from SEC schools in like 10 days right after the spring game. So, um, I mean, he's, I mean, if you see him in uniform, he's he's one of the best of the guys on the whole team. So, but he's a super athlete. I mean, he, he runs a 4 7. You know, he's 6 6 5 2. You know, go out there and run a 4 7. So, um, played running back for us some when he was in the ninth grade. So, that lets you know the kind of athlete that he is. So, okay. you know, so, so I, I, that's why I'm a very confident on the defense side of the ball just because we've got. You know, it always starts up front. You know, no matter what, it always starts up with that D line. And so that you know, you got your three stars in a ton of game and experience, and this guy who's really, you know, the most talented of all of them. Um, to 
just just didn't have as much experience, but has just a limited potential. So yeah, um, excited about that. Um, linebacker, we're, we're replacing um, one guy that signed with UC Chattanooga. I don't know, he's a really good player for us. Um, he was our um, one of our leading tacklers, so we're having to replace him. But we, we, we've got some other guys, um, Darian Walker. He's a, he's a guy that's really good, um, and he's going to be a senior. Just a great program guy. He's come through the program 6'2", 210. He's worked his tail off. and um, You know, in the spring game, had a lot of colleges. I really liked the way he looked, you know, and so he's going to some camps, and so he'll probably be a college guy at some point. Um, but just just had doesn't have much experience, but a really good player. Um, secondary, where really, we feel really good about the back end um, because we've got Malachi Moore. Yep. Who again, you know, he's 2020 corner. And then you've got um, Creed Parker, who's a safety. He'll be a three year starter for us. Um, and he's just, he's the quarterback of, of, the, of the defense, man. I mean, he's a good play quarterback for me in ninth grade. And could be a starting quarterback in a lot of places. And, and, but uh, ended up being a defensive guy and just super smart. Um, and he's got some Division One offers. And he'll, he's a huge baseball guy. Just got done with baseball season. Our baseball team was pretty good this year. So. He'd miss most of the spring, but um, he'll probably pick up a little bit more interest this summer. But really, really good player. That's again, the key is he's played in a lot of big games, and so um, excited about that. We got another guy that he's not on that list. But, um, Seth Shellnut is his name, and uh, he's six two, one ninety five, and, he, and he's actually he'll be a backup quarterback for us this year but he's one of those we wanted to get him on the field uh, he's a physical kid and so he's going to be starting at the other safety um, he's really just like Creed Parker the guy I just described he's basically the same type of a kid um, so you know you don't always put your quarterback on defense but he just he's a guy that we want to get him on the field you know what I mean he'll, he'll play a little bit of receiver a little bit of DB, you know, he just, you know, he's got one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So, you know, yeah. that's going to be a senior, you know what I mean? So, yep. um, you know, his senior year, he's probably going to, you know, he's got a great chance to be the guy here, but um, he just, we don't, I don't want him over there by me <laughs> all, <laughs> all year. You know, he's too good. And so, again, he's given us, and not that he surprised us, but he came away out of spring just even better than we anticipated. Um, so, we really feel good about that. You basically have two ball hawks back there, safety, him and Creed. I mean, they're almost the exact same person so um we're we're excited about that yeah so um as you build this out here i'm looking at the schedule you got a couple of georgia teams on there the region's tough i mean that's you know as i look at you know putting your stuff in for the algorithm i mean uh tell me a little bit about because i know you know from before you know you you like non-league tough non-league you know out of state sort of stuff so how are you building that here are you looking to, to upgrade each and every year yeah, we are, and we, we've played some teams the last few years. You know, we've, we've played we played Manatee out of Florida one time. We played uh, we had a good series, two year series with Montgomery Bell Academy at Nashville. You know, yep. we, they beat us once, we beat them once. We had some good times there. So um, this first one this year, we're playing Cedar Grove, who um, you know they're they're not as big. As, you know, their classification is not as big, but their their school is still pretty good size. You know, the classifications over there. Yeah, Georgia are different. You know what I mean? I looked them up like man, they have eleven hundred kids. You know what I mean? That's they'd be like six eight here in Alabama. But um, but you know, just uh, that one happened. I, I, we, me and that coach had talked a little bit, and then that that one's going to be on ESPN. That's going to be on a doubleheader. Oh, okay. To open the season, that's going to be one. It hasn't been officially released by ESPN. That's but cool. Not, I'll keep that. That's, that's going to okay. be on there. Yeah. So, um, but they're really um, super talented. You know, they got they got a receiver committed to Georgia. David D. Lyman committed to Alabama the same day Paul did. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, a lot, lot of 
athleticism there. Yeah, West Forsyth, um, I, you know, we thought it would be a good game, and I, I didn't really know the coach until I've got until we end up talking and end up working the thing out. We're doing a home-and-home with them, so we're, we're sort of yeah, coming your way um, this year. Oh, you know, there it's in, I guess it's in coming up there mm-hmm. north of Atlanta. Yep. So we'll play out West Forsyth this year and they'll come return. But when I looked at them, um, you know, they've been a consistent, you know, win eight, nine the games a year, go playoffs and, and being a big school. But it really reminded me a lot of similar of the teams that we play in our region. So we really feel like it'd be a good matchup for us because they've got good size, good physical, good on defense, you know, that, that, that kind of ball. And so that's kind of what we're used to in our region. Um, yeah, okay. they don't quite have the athletes as some you know some other teams we play, but but they're but they're a really solid program. Um, you know, obviously um, playing Hoover, of course, at Spain Park. Spain Park's always really really good. You know, the um, Savy Hills is traditionally really good. And we play. We finished at Thompson. I saw it, um, which I and I know they lose some guys, but they you know but they got the guy back quarterback, so that's really. You know, everybody's trying to act like they're not going to have as many guys on me. They're still pretty – they're still going to be pretty, pretty – Yeah, you'll, you'll, so, t- you'll take a returning you know. quarterback every year as an yeah, HC, right? Yeah, you're yeah, you're okay with that. <laughs> exactly. Especially guys good as him, so he's really good. Um, but that one's also going to be a new team, by the way. Oh, cool. So um, that, yeah, that's good for you guys. Well, t- so, tell me. Yeah, no, that'd be big for us because we've never done that before. So yeah, no. Well, tell tell me. You know, you you talk about depth, and we've talked about that, and that was one of the first things you said to me a couple of years ago, which is, you know, Jeff, we got to build that up. So you're getting that there. Tell me about the attitude of of knowing that you can compete with Hoover, or what you got to do to get past the Hoovers of the world and all that. Where where is that standard in the program? Right. Well, I, I think that's one thing. Um, that we had to change when we got here because I mean I feel like when we got here it was all I heard about was I mean and this is not from the not from above us or above me not from the administration because they're obviously trying to become a championship program you know because they built the brand new stadium like when I got here I mean we've only had a stadium for four years brand new and great one you know so not from them but just kind of the feeling in general around here was um you know, we can't beat the Stabia Hills. We can't beat Mount Brook. You know, yeah. Hoover. Or they're, you know, I mean, Hoover's twice the size of school they are. Man, so that's just the facts. You know, so you know they're, they're a lot bigger than us, blah, blah blah, and all that. And so, um, you know, I think it took us a year or two, but I really think we've been able to change that aspect because we have, you know, now we have not beaten Hoover. Right. You know, um, as has not anybody else in the state. You know that, um, but but we have been able to beat the other guys, and, and I think that's really been good for our program it's just been part of changing it you know but but the Hoover you know just they're, just, they're hard to beat you know um, and so that's, that's I mean every year I mean that, that's the team we talk about when we're going through workouts and we're struggling getting through the summer or you know I mean that's what we talk about because it doesn't really matter and I don't even care if they do them during the regular season all that matters is when it comes to playoffs time those, you gotta beat those guys yeah and, and you know, that's difficult too so, you know and so I think you know that's what we sit here and talk about them all the time but our kids know at the end of the day we've got to beat them and we just you know we, we didn't respond very well last year they, they beat us and the, um, they started out really on fire that game and we didn't truth is we didn't respond very well and ended up not playing as good as we could have and they and they beat us you know so but again the, 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 that program is one of those that knows how to win big games and has been doing it for a long, long time, and so they're used to getting the playoffs and taking it to that next level. And and uh, you know, so we're we're just we're just having to learn that. But uh, but I'm excited. You know, I mean, we've won more games the last couple of years than we've won ever in the history of the school. And so you know, I think we're we just have to get. I think one thing that's interesting about Alabama, um, like it or not like it, I don't know, but it's just it's difficult for 
you know, they do like the north and the south region thing, and then you play each other for the state title. So, like, we could, you know, we're going to, if we make the playoffs, whoever makes the playoffs, there's a great chance we're going to play them second round. Yeah. Or we're going to play Thompson second round. So, I mean, it easily could look like somebody first round, Hoover second round, Thompson third round, you know, and we play Thompson week nine. So, that's one thing here is a little bit different the way they regionalize it like that makes it. Which honestly, for the teams up north, makes it tougher up here right. to get to the state championship game. You know, something. You know, there's obviously great football down south too, but it's just it's I get, easier. I get road you. I hear there. you. I, I, <laughs> so. No, I, and that's and there's you know that's in so many different states. I mean, we had it in California. You know, they went to competitive equity, but at the end of the day, you know, you can get to the haves and the have-nots, and it's. It, it, it's a little tough having to, you know, meet a Hoover in a second round or whatever. So, so to, 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 to wrap things up here, so going into fall camp then, and I know we're still a couple of months away from that, but what are the things that you want to see out of these kids? What you worked on in spring ball, what you're working on over the summer? Uh, what, what are the things you've got to do right to, to put yourself in that position to play that big game in the playoffs? I think, I think continued, continued uh, depth, just keep working on that, net, you know, really that, that next tier guys I mean because I feel like our top group can play with anybody in the country I mean I, you know, I would take you know the guys we talked on offense I mean I would take those guys against anybody in the country um, it's just a matter of we, we keep trying to develop that that next tier guy you know that guy's going to have to get reps even if not even talking about injuries just just rotating guys in the game you know what I mean those type mm-hmm. of things um, and uh, you know we got a couple guys on defense just need more you know, they just need a couple more reps. You know, like some of those linebackers I talk about, I mean, guys are going to be really good and probably college football players, but they just need to, um, they just need the reps. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's the thing together. You know, you, you try to, um, try to play good competition early on and try to learn from that and get some good film and, and learn from that and then try to, try to be ready to make a run in the playoffs. So, um, cause again, that's the thing. It's just the grind of it, man. Um, and I, I no, that word gets overused, but it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, know, it's just, I don't ever even say it, but it's just, you know, going through those games like week in and week out, and then, okay, well, now the playoffs, now we've got to crank it up again, you know, so. Against the same um, people in some cases. Happen, yeah, you know, I mean, something's you... going to happen, whether it's a guy getting tired or hurt or whatever. So, yeah. I think that's our biggest thing is just trying to keep keep getting better at that. Um, you know, we're obviously doing seven on seven stuff, so we'll, you know, we'll be able to get a little bit better defensively. All summer doing that will be better to, you know, throwing a catch and all that good stuff, playing seven on seven, so those things yep. help. Um, but um, I think the biggest, again, I probably repeat myself, but I think the biggest difference we have this year and we've had in the past is, I mean, we, we don't get me wrong, we have some great skill guys for sure that everybody reads about, but I just feel better about the guys up front mm-hmm. than I felt just because I think we have more quality depth on both sides. And yeah. typically, if we have had it, it's been one side of the ball or not, but we just have more. It's, it's really this class, the senior class has always been pretty good up front and so that's just you know that's allowed us to to develop these guys and get bigger and stronger every year and now you're talking about a bunch of guys that are either three-year starters or have played a lot of football games Josh Floyd from a couple of weeks ago, Hewitt Trustville's head guy, number 28 in the country, heading into 2018 in the High School Football America 
Preseason 100. Check out the Preseason 100 and all of the teams in the top 225 at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Again, 50 days away from my book coming out. Please go to uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble to pre-order it. That way you get it right away. Uh, Really kind of enjoyed this one more than anything I've ever done. Nine Pro Football Hall of Famers that I talked to, all of them reminiscing about their high school memories. If you're looking for something about what Earl Campbell did at the pro ranks or whatever, you know, you can go get other books. This book gives you stories. It's a history book, stories that have never been told. So please pre-order it at uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble. You can get the links by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. comes out September the 4th. The High School Football America 2-Minute Drill is brought to you by the Debris Inhibitor Razor. And that's today's High School Football America 2-Minute Drill podcast, giving you up-to-the-minute high school football news daily. Listen on our website or iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio, and don't forget... We're not on the air. Follow us on Twitter at HSFB America for the latest news throughout the day. Thanks for listening to the High School Football America 2-Minute Drill. I'm Jeff Fisher.